0: al Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'ainuhu wa nasta'aghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayi'ati a'malina man yahdihi allahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyah lah وَأَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا Wa لَهُ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهُ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Indeed, all praise is due to Allah Azza wa Jal. There is no deity worthy of worship except He subhanahu wa ta'ala. We seek refuge in Allah Azza wa from the evil of our souls and from the evil of our actions. Whoever he guides subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no misguidance for this individual. And whomsoever he Azza wa misguides, there is no guidance for this individual. And we bear witness, we testify, we proclaim that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah Azza wa and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is his slave and messenger. Allah azza wa jal, he says what's translated to mean, O you who believe, fear Allah as he should be feared, and do not die except in a state of total submission towards him. My brothers, today we have a very, very important topic in this short khutbah of mine, of ours. And this khutbah... Is generally directed to my younger brothers and generally directed to my fathers or to my brothers who are fathers and directed to those who are in a position who have an effect over the youth, especially but can also be taken as a reminder for themselves. Wallahi, my brothers, one of the most noble, one of the most honorable, one of the most integrable, one of the most prestigious positions. A person can hold or be in one of the most, most or the best jobs in the world. A person can have is to call to Allah Azza wa to be someone, to be someone who has studied and in turn teaches and preaches to the Ummah to help take them from darkness and into light by the will of Allah Azza wa so, for the younger boys, for the younger brothers, as I mentioned, understand that while school is very important, and most of us will be sending our kids back to school next week, insha'Allah ta'ala, and while school is a very important part of our lives, and studying secular knowledge is very important, there is nothing more important than pleasing Allah Azza wa Jal. And there is no knowledge which is more important. Then the knowledge which is connected to the Sharia, the knowledge which has to do with what Allah Azza wa wants from us and the slaves, with what Allah Azza wa said and what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. And this is a very important matter which every mother and father need to understand that whilst your son and your daughter might be acing school, might be doing amazing at school, if they are not doing amazing, when it comes to that which is obligatory upon them, which that which Allah Azza wa Jal has obliged upon them, if they're not doing good, they're not even passing their knowledge on how to read Quran, how to pray, how to fast, all of these things which we all know, if they're not doing good in this, then I ask you my brothers and my sisters, my fathers and my mothers, what is it going to benefit to them if they enter that grave tomorrow and they've aced English and mathematics, they've aced geography and history, they've got a doctor's degree from university, they've went to the most prestigious universities that the world has to offer. But if they haven't done that which Allah Azza wa Jal has commanded them to do or studied that which will guide them in life, Allow them to navigate so that they can differentiate in life between the right and the wrong, the halal and the haram, the beloved to Allah Azza wa and the hated to Allah Azza wa What have they really accomplished? What have they really achieved? For when you, my brother, my father, my mother, understand that, then insha'Allah ta'ala, you can in turn teach your children that and show them that Wallahi, more important than acing the mathematics and the English and the likes is memorizing the Quran, the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. Is understanding the Quran, the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. Wallahi, wa wa tallahi. You will prefer to have a child who is intellectually challenged but has memorized or is memorizing the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, memorizing the Sunnah. Of Rasulullah sallallahu and getting closer to Allah azza wa doing that which Allah azza wa loves you will prefer to have a child like this failing at school failing at school than to have a child at school who is doing so well and studying every day this secular knowledge and goes to university and the likes but has no connection to the sharia does not even pray does not even fast doesn't even know the ABCs of the religion. The Prophet ﷺ, he says, طلب العلم فريضة على kulli Muslim." That studying, seeking knowledge is an obligation upon every believer, upon every Muslim. And Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, وَهَذَا يَتَعَلَّقُ بِالْعِلْمِ الَّذِي لَا يُعْذَرُ الْعَبْدُ فِيهِ and this has to do with the knowledge which the slave, which the slave is not excused for not knowing. So teach your children, my brothers, their prayers. Teach my children, my teach your children, my brothers, how to read the Quran. Teach them about the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. No one's asking you to go into the most intricate details but make an effort for them to grow up understanding that wallahi what really matters is being in the houses of allah جل, praying to allah جل, being around good company that will lead you to the pleasure of allah and it's not what really matters is going to get my bachelors my masters my doctorate even though this is a great achievement which we call to of course studying and learning even the secular knowledge This is a great achievement and something we want for the Muslim Ummah. But don't let that be at the expense. Don't let that be at the expense or the expense of their religion. Where they leave off their religion and they look at this as if this is the prized possession. This certificate, this secular knowledge, this one, two, three. And we see this where some brothers, even those who are older. And we may be those brothers. We may be those brothers who went to uni. For four, five, six, seven, eight years of our life. And we've come out and we've spent daily studying, reading the books, researching hours upon hours upon hours, days upon days, making or working on our thesis or working on our assignments. But then we look about or at what we've put forth for Allah Azza wa Jal and for His religion. And sometimes we may see that it's very, very, very minimal compared to that which we put forth for our dunya. And that's what I'm saying, my brothers. Raise your children to understand the importance of the Islamic knowledge and the knowledge which has to do with Islam. And then insha'Allah ta'ala they'll grow up understanding that this is the most important knowledge. Qais ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions a very important hadith a hadith, my brothers, which insha'Allah will get us to understand just how much emphasis or importance the Salaf used to show to seeking knowledge. He says, That a man came from Al-Madina, or he went from al Madinah all the way to Damascus where Abu Darda was to see Abu Darda. رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُ سَفَقَالَ مَا أَقْدَمَكَ يَا أَخِي So Abu Darda says to this man that came to him from such a long way away, what made you come, O my brother? قَالَ أَوْ فَقَالَ حَدِيثٌ بَلَغَنِي أَنَّكَ تُحَدِّثُهُ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ So this man, he says to Abu Darda, what made me come to you pretty much is a hadith. I heard that you narrate it. From Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Abu Dardat to this man, Did you not come for a need that you have to fulfill? And it's something other than what you're telling me. Did you not? He said, No. Abu Dardat says to him, Did you come for trade? He says, No. The man says, I only came to you. Seeking this hadith. Seeking this one narration which I heard, it's reached me. That you, O Abu Darda, Dard- narrate from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he says, in subhanallah my brothers, this narration, I'm standing on the mimbar. he narrating it. I'm standing on the minbar, he mentioning it. And we've all heard that, I think, or many of us. And we've all listened to it. Not even breaking a sweat. But for us... For this hadith to reach us, there was someone out there from the salaf who traveled thousands of kilometers, who traveled like subhanallah, not just broke a sweat, probably sweat blood, and paid, and you know gave his life just to get this one hadith which now is on a golden platter for us to narrate. And we're sitting here narrating these narrations, but behind these narrations are men. Men who traveled the world, east and west, just to come to us and give them to us on a golden platter. For the Prophet ﷺ, what did he say? Man salaka tariqan man salaka tariqan yabtaghi. And in one riwayah, yaltamisu fihi ilma, sahhala Allahu lahu bihi tariqan ilal jannah. That whoever treads a path in search of knowledge, seeking knowledge, then Allah Azza wa Jal, He will make the path to Jannah easy for him. He will make the path to Jannah easy for him. And the angels, they lower their wings in approval, in approval to one seeking knowledge. Which knowledge are we talking about? The knowledge which has to do with the Sharia. And indeed, whatever is in the heavens and whatever is in the earth or on the earth, even the fish in the water, they seek forgiveness for the seeker of knowledge. And that's what I'm saying, my brothers. It's not limited to the youth. Even you, no matter what age you are. Whether you're 20, whether you're 15, whether you're 30, 40, whether you're 60, 70, 80, do not ever for a moment stop seeking knowledge. Do not ever stop going to lessons. Do not ever stop reading, stop listening, and the likes. Look at the, the virtue of a student of knowledge. And then the Prophet he says, and the virtue. The virtue of the scholar over the rest of the people or the worshippers is like the virtue of the moon over the rest of the stars. And we see this from the Salaf often where there are many amongst them who used to travel far distances and spend massive amounts of wealth just to hear one hadith. And from the ulama are those who have gathered books and texts collecting the Salaf or those from the Salaf who have went traveling, not for just Hadith because that was something normal amongst them, to go and seek knowledge of Hadith and the likes. But they collected in them the names of men who went in search of just one, one Hadith and one narration. If I look at what they've done and then look at ourselves and what we do and compare us to them and then we will see who were the real men and we will see who were the real ones who put forth for this Ummah, and that in turn, insha'Allah, can motivate us, can influence us to do more and push harder. أقول هذا وأستغفر الله لي فوز بسم الله والحمد والسلام على الله وعلى insha'Allah I'll make this part of the khutbah short my brother's uh, I already went over yani the time that I wanted to give uh, just a quick reminder to some of my once again younger brothers and sisters but in reality a reminder for everyone the first one is learning will make your life so much easier studying will make your life so much easier when you are engulfed in ignorance and you are surrounded or Im- immersed in ignorance wallahi the only one that is going to suffer is yourself and those who are close to you, and those who may take from you and the likes. For there are certain things that we may do thinking, they're from the religion because we haven't studied, because we haven't learnt, and in turn it will make our lives so much harder. Like for example, on one occasion when I heard someone say, an older lady, subhanallah, that every time she passes wind, every time she breaks gas, she would go and do ghusl. Subhanallah, imagine that. Look at the ignorance. She didn't know. She didn't, you know, hadn't studied, hadn't learned. No one has taught her before. That every time she pretty much farted, she would go and she would do ghusl, have a full shower, because she'd think this is what she'd need to do. And that's just an example. And one of the examples which happened at the time of the Prophet ﷺ when one of the companions, when one one of the companions became junub, they became in a state of major ritual impurity. So what did they do? They went and they rolled in the dust, in the dirt, thinking that is the way to make tayammum. They rolled and the hadith mentions, he's talking about himself. He says, I rolled in the dust and the dirt, the way an animal would roll in the dust. Thinking that that's how you make tayammum. For the Prophet ﷺ corrected him and he said, it would have been enough that you do with your hands like this. And then he showed the way to do tayammum to the companion. For study and learn and lift the veil of ignorance, darkness off of yourselves and then in turn, inshallah ta'ala, off of those nearer to you and closest to you and then more further and further and further. Also, get off your gadgets as much as you can, especially to the youth and once again to the fathers being responsible over their households, the gadgets in the household. From the phones and the iPads and the Playstations and the Xboxes and the computers and the laptops and the likes. If your child is not utilizing this, utilizing this in a beneficial way, whether it be beneficial according to Islamic knowledge, secular knowledge and the likes, then at least, at least limit their usage, my brothers. For how many young boys, young, young girls, sit there on their iPads and their phones. Wallahi, it's as if if you talk to them, they're like a robot. If you call them 50 times, they won't hear you because of how immersed they are in that game, on that YouTube and the likes, which is a whole nother topic and needs a whole other khutbah. So I limit the YouTube, restrict the YouTube. I see what they're watching, what they're playing. I gave a khutbah almost four years ago, three years ago, I think about the dangers of video games like PUBG, like Fortnite, where our sons and daughters are sitting there hours on end. But when we see them when it comes to the Quran or the Sunnah or whatever it is, subhanAllah... Very limited time. For you, my brother, the holidays are coming to an end. Everything is to be done in moderation. As the Prophet ﷺ said to Hanzala radiallahu ta'ala anhu, walakin sa'a wa sa'a, sa'a wa sa'a. There's a time for this and there's a time for that. For when it comes to their gadgets, restrict them as much as you can. And you be the role model in your household, my brother. Be the role model in your household. Don't sit on your phone all day, every day. Your family members are sitting around talking to you and you're sitting there scrolling and doing, Wallahu a'lam wa. And then you expect your sons and your daughters to not be on their phone so much and your wives to not be on the phone so much. Very dangerous, Wallahi, very, very dangerous. For limit the usage of the gadgets and also don't procrastinate. And once again, to the boys and uh, uh, yani the youth especially, but also to the brothers, don't procrastinate. Don't say, I'm going to, I'm going to, as we've all heard before, as the Salaf would always remind and the ulama would always remind, Iyakum be careful of saying, I'm going to, and one, two, three, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it to, later on, I'll do it in an hour. When are you going to do it? And what if you don't get the chance to do it? So be careful of procrastination. Uh, A lot of us, when it comes to our old assignments and that we leave them to the last day, the last one, two, three, but don't do that, especially with your religion. When it comes to the prayers, when it comes to reading Quran, when it comes to learning your religion, how many brothers in their 20s, in their 30s, yeah, I'll learn, I'll get there, I'll do it soon. And they end up being 50, 60, 70. They end up on their deathbeds. And they still haven't learned, for example, how to clean themselves properly perhaps. For when is the time, if the time is not now, also to make dua to Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, even Wallahi, if you're the laziest person there is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change your state from one state to another. So make dua to Allah Azza wa Jal. And we know that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he used to make dua to Allah Azza wa Jal to protect him and sought refuge in Allah from laziness. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika al kasal. Oh Allah, we, I seek refuge in you from, from laziness. Also to know the importance of seeking knowledge. To know the great result of seeking knowledge. To avoid mixing too much in gatherings which will not benefit you or your families. And to avoid laughing and joking too much. And lastly, my brothers, so we don't go too long on time to take a shaykh and to stick to him. Take a shaykh and to stick to him. And even you, my brother, especially if you're someone who is not able to because maybe you lack knowledge or maybe you haven't studied or maybe you don't have as much time as you'd like to focus on your families, take a shaykh and stick to him and for your children, try to get your children with a shaykh and to stick to him. And that way, at least, inshallah ta'ala, he can guide them through life يعني, or the journey of life by the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. Teaching them, يعني, the guidance of teaching, showing them what to do, what not to do, how to act, how not to act, especially when it comes to etiquettes and the likes as well. If I know the importance of all of these matters, inshallah, my brothers, and Taala, Allah will bless us to have offspring and a generation that can really support and give strength to this Ummah. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم هدنا في من هديت وعانعفيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في أعطيت وقنا وصرف عنا الشر ما قضيت فإنك تقي ولا يقضى عليك إن وإنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار